today we are talking about love <laughs> and we've actually got a dating expert on here to share information with you but to find love you means it means you've got a date so if you're single and you don't want to be single anymore and yep. you're looking for your life partner this is going to be great information for you we are talking to lisa copeland today yeah she's a dating coach yeah for women who are ready to find love in their 50s 60s and beyond and she helps women create a crystal clear vision for the type of man that they'd like to attract and she helps women feel renewed and re-energized and inspired to take action which you know i can you even imagine lisa dating now i can't like i told you before yeah. before we were recording that if i needed to date again i think i would just i would just <laughs> i would take on the golden girls mentality i'd find my golden girls tribe and i would just close the door but who knows? Maybe who I would. Knows? You tell you what, if I did want to date again, I would definitely reach out to Lisa Copeland. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I, we had such a great and wide ranging conversation with her because her key was that women need to understand men. And I think that's really, really true. And I was thinking, even though you and I are both married, I got a lot out of this conversation. I did too. And I I really liked that she said that women, um, you know, we tend to we give away our power. We give it away everywhere yeah. when we begin the dating process. And we need to claim our power back. And that's really going to help us. That was just one little nugget yeah. that she gave. And she expanded on that. I thought that was yeah. a really important piece. Yeah. I think women married and single are going to really enjoy our conversation and learn a lot from Lisa. She's very Zen. I just love it. She talks about building our confidence on the inside. And you and I work with women on the outside, but it's really important how we feel about ourselves on the inside. So yeah, it was a really good conversation. But before we get to it, Lisa, I really, really have exciting news because I wanted to tell everybody I just published a book. Yeah, lost my thought. Okay, what was my exciting news? Well, I published a book, an ebook on Amazon. Yay, I did it. It's for sale. It's called Turn Your Closet into Cash. And you can buy it on Amazon Kindle. And here's what you're going to learn. You're going to learn how to do a proper closet clean out like a personal stylist would. Um, and instead of just bagging up all your discarded clothing and shoes and accessories, I teach you step-by-step step how to actually sell your clothing. You can make extra money. Who couldn't use an extra three or $400 a month? Or, you know, I don't know how much stuff you have. Nobody said, nev nobody said that ever, that they couldn't use it, right? Exactly, ever. And so I want everybody to go to Amazon Kindle and type in, turn your closet into cash, buy my book today and get started making some extra money. And we will link it below in the show notes as well. And in fact, if you want more information on Linda's book, go to season seven, episode one. Oh, yeah. And we go into great detail about the book. It's really a good episode about yeah. that. So if you're not quite sure you're ready to get that book, go listen to the episode and you will be. We'll talk that. you into it. That's yeah. right. All right. Shall All right. we dig into this topic with Lisa? We should. Okay. 
Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist. A confidence boost before your interview. Or a last minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. Welcome to Living Visibly Over 50, a podcast where we chat about how to use your beauty and style to show up and be visible in a culture that says it's not our time to shine anymore. I'm Lisa. And I'm Linda. You know, the most precious time in your life starts right now. Together, Lisa and I explore all the beauty and style tools available to women over 50 that keep us connected to our feminine energy. We have a really great topic today, and we are here to give you great hope. And I want to introduce Lisa Copeland. She is going to talk with us about dating. Dating for women over 50-ish is what I Hi, Lisa. I think what you do is so necessary and so uplifting because I'm sure there are so many women out there. I was one of them. I was 48 when I met my second husband and I had been single for 12 years. So I really, you know, was charting some uh, territory that I I wasn't sure about. So welcome, welcome. Well, thank you, Lisa and Linda, for having me here. (laughs) This is a great topic. And women, you know, tell me they're not sure that they can ever find love again. So they can't. This is so great that uh, I so appreciate you having me here because of that. We can give them inspiration and hope. Well, we're thrilled. I would like to start out by asking you how you became a dating expert for women over 50. You Was it your personal experience or was it research that led you to come up with what I see on your website, seven easy steps to dating over 50? That was a lot of questions all in one. I'm so sorry. So it's a little bit of all of what you said, what you asked me, Lisa, because when I was in my 40s, I got divorced. We'd been married 24 years. I was really young when I got married. I didn't really even date back then. We hung out and sort of married the person. I didn't know how to date. So I went out into the dating world and I cried all the time. I would call my sister and I would say, do you think he'll like me? I was giving my power away everywhere. And my sister would say, oh my God, (laughs) you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Because I just felt so insecure. It's like we have different bodies. We're wondering, will a guy even like us? You know, all these negative things start popping in. And then I did get married um, about five years after my first divorce. Our relationship lasted two years. It was based on tremendous chemistry, which doesn't work. You should run. If you have unbelievable chemistry, because everything is in the bedroom and a friendship is missing. Maybe just, maybe just go with that for a while, but don't marry him. (laughs) Go enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So so intense though, because your heart gets mixed up. 
Yeah. The lust and the heart right. are mixed up. You have tremendous lust and you think you're in love. I mean, we got engaged within right. three months of meeting. It was ridiculous. So I came out of that and I felt like a real failure. And I again called my sister crying because I'd gone <laughs> looking for coaches to help me with dating and getting into a relationship. And at that time I was, I think, 52. And so I um I'm crying away and she goes, oh my God, you are the most resourced. My sister's amazing. She's so supportive of me, but she said, you are so resourceful. You can figure this out. And that's what I began to do. And then I started to have a great time dating. I came into my own power. I had boundaries. I knew I began to learn everything I could. I went out, I practiced, I experienced it. And then I'm reading this statistic that talks about all these women that are getting divorced over 50. And I thought, okay, I don't want another woman to cry and sob like I did. And so that's when I started my business. And I love it. I love helping women feel good about themselves, understand men. So that's a huge, huge thing. It and is. That's huge. Aren't they yeah. from Venus? Men are no <laughs> men are from Mars. From Mars. Women are from I Venus. Don't know. Yes, yeah. that's right. Forgot about okay, that book. So when you well, do how that, you... it almost sounds like, oh my God, those men have cooties. <laughs> 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 and men are amazing. We just weren't brought up to really understand them. And truthfully, they don't totally get us either. Because yeah. our ways of thinking are very right. different. And it's learning to understand. Right language we each speak in here oh. that really helps all of us get our needs back. You know what I love, Lisa C. We're going to call you Lisa C. And Lisa Liguori is going to be Lisa D. Okay. Uh, so that everyone listening knows who I'm asking a question of. But Lisa C., you mentioned the word boundaries. And I think that is the key of yes. your program. Because like you said, you're we're programmed to kind of give it all away, give it all up in the beginning. And yet when we're older and more mature, we can take our time. We can set boundaries. Uh, men have to respect that. We have our own lives by then. Well, also you, you mentioned owning your own power twice. Yeah. You mentioned that. that that's, that's beautiful. Equally as powerful. Well, we were taught in many ways, um, watching our grandmas feed our grandpas first. Did you ever see that? Like, sure. you know, they were from Europe or Russia or whatever. And, and grandma always had grandpa first. And that goes back to caveman days when a woman made sure the guy was as well fed as possible because she would die if she lost the guy. But because we were- I have oh, never pieced that together. Reason? Yeah. Yeah. What did you say, Lisa? I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I've never pieced that together. That makes so much sense. That's what it is. And so we learned it. It's in our DNA coding because he in turn kept us safe, protected and provided for. Yeah. And, but today, right. and today we were taught kind of like to just give to everybody. Let's nurture yeah. everybody. Yeah. So what happened to us is um, we lost the ability to receive. And in relationships, we started giving 80, 90%. And we started to train men to stop giving to us. Mm -hmm. And what I tell my clients to do is let him give between 
40, uh, I'm sorry, between 50 and 55 and you 45 to 50% because it helps them back down. They need, of course, that goes back and forth, you know, who gives the most, but we don't have to do it all. We don't have to give it all. And when we do, we train men to stop giving. But when we let men give to us, are we actually not give? It's we learn to receive and we appreciate what they do without criticizing them. Because again, when we criticize, yeah. we train them again yeah. to stop to us. And when we appreciate them, men, wow. will jump hoops. men will do anything for you that you want. Emotionally healthy men I'm talking about. Okay. There right. you go. Emotionally healthy men. <laughs> so can mm -hmm. I ask you, how do you know when it's actually time to start dating? You know, for example, if you got a divorce or a death of a spouse or some big life change, how... How do you know you're ready? I always say when you're not angry or tearful wow. about, mm. you know, the last person you were with, then you can go out and date. If you're trying to work through your anger or work through your grief and you have grief also in divorce, you know, and you have, mm. you have both actually yes. anger and grief in both divorce and the passing of a spouse. And you really want to be in a fairly neutral place before you date, because otherwise you're trying to um, use a person to overcome these feelings you have or to ignore the feelings you have so you can move on. But the only way to really move on is to heal, is to give yourself time. Hmm. And it takes time. I didn't start dating after my first marriage. We were married 24 years. I started dating. Um, it took about... Mm, I would say I started dating about a year after we had separated. I was divorced. I think it's in many ways when you can, when it's not these long drawn out divorces, if it's, you know, within a right. reasonable time, some states have crazy rules. Um, when you can, it's good to be divorced because before you start dating, because um, especially men dating before they're divorced, they are emotionally attached to that family. Huh. So, so are we. And that divorce decree is like the ending. It doesn't mean you won't be sad, but there is some, uh, you know, some vibrational closure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. So, and in your experience, what holds women back from dating after 50, more mature women? Um, fear as in, mm -hmm. you know, Will men like me? Will my body be okay? Some of the things I shared when I was in my forties, <laughs> you know, about when I was going out to date, we are missing the confidence for a long time, especially if you've been divorced, chances are nobody's been saying, oh, you're beautiful. You're wonderful. Oh, I love this about you. I love that about you. And as women, we're so bad about talent, looking in that mirror and loving ourselves. We look in that mirror and we pick ourselves apart. And I will yes. tell you, yes. men, men don't do that. Men look at us for the whole of who it's, we are. They don't go in and look at your parts and pieces like you do into the mirror. <laughs> and that's real important to remember because they're not going. That really. <laughs> yeah. Is what you say, Lisa? That really is a good one. No, that's a really good one. Yes. I would find so, that very helpful. It's those conf the confidence, not knowing what to do about sex is a huge thing. You're taking your clothes off ah. in oh. front of someone else. And yes. 
even how to do the things in dating, who should pay, do I meet him? Because we weren't born with this dating rule book. You know, we, and like I said, when I started dating, I really didn't date when I was younger. My uh, ex-husband and I hung out and then we eventually got married. So (laughs) most women don't know how to date because they haven't dated. And so they're coming and men right. too, by the way, we have to cut some men some slack too, because we think they should know what they're doing. They don't know any more about what they're doing than we do. And so you have two people coming together that are clueless, but for us, it's tremendous confidence fears. Am I enough? And what, what down to. and what are the rules you have in quotation rules for dating at this age? Tell us about that. What have you come up with? Well, I don't have rules. Okay. (laughs) No, there are guidelines. (laughs) Yes, guidelines, guidelines that I have found for me worked and for my clients worked. Um, Because there was a book about dating called The Rules, and they were like, read this before. I mean, (laughs) oh my God stringent. No, I have guidelines that work in, in in real life. First of all, come into your confidence before you go out and date, because you can only attract from where you're at. If you feel crappy, you're going to attract a guy who, who thinks they're crappy. And then they may end up criticizing you and making you feel worse. Um, the second guideline would be to really learn about men and understand men because men are really amazing. We just, because they don't think like us, we think what's wrong with them. But when you speak their language, they'll do anything for you. And they are not women in men's bodies. They, they, (laughs) (laughs) that's a big thing I think we're looking for. Except my husband, he really is. Oh, (laughs) he will sit. I mean, he loves to talk and he has tons of friends and you know i i just i tease him because he's so masculine but yet he's got that feminine side of him that is very talky touchy feely i just love that you know if you can find that combination it's gold well a lot of men a lot of men will talk. It's just when we talk about subjects that men don't necessarily have interest in, their eyes glaze over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that yes. before? Yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, they'll follow you for five minutes, but they're geared in their mind to what can I fix for you? So when they, they can't yes. figure out what, Aww. you know, from point A to point F to point B to point D, they can't figure it out. All right. The third thing is, is you want to have a really clear vision of the right man, because most women yeah. go out looking for their type. The thing is, is if your type worked, you'd be with him. So yeah. I have women create a new vision of what's going to make them happy. And women will say to me, I never would have dated my guy, but he's the best thing that ever happened to me yeah. because I wouldn't have seen him. So you have to have a clear vision of um, a little uh, out of your comfort zone of who might be a better fit for you today, not how you your twenties. And then you want to get out there and date. You want to date men online. You want to date, you want to start to meet men in real life. You want to learn how to flirt. And I would say those are the biggest steps to, there's a lot more to it, but you know, that gives you some guidelines. Yeah. (laughs) For how to meet men and 
Yeah. And I think what you said, Lisa C., in the beginning, which is increasing your confidence in yourself, is going to be the number one thing that changes everything because all of a sudden you, you become more attractive, as you know. We are attracted to confident people. Yes. Right? By nature. So. Do you work with women to, let's say, figure out where they're lacking in confidence and kind of help them set goals for increasing that confidence? Hi, Lisa here. In case you didn't know, I also own Simple Beauty Minerals, and I bet we have something in common. Dark spots, lines and wrinkles, under eye circles, skin redness loss of lashes and brows. I know, right? But don't despair. With the right clean beauty formulas, habits, and makeup techniques, those issues can be a thing of the past. At Simple Beauty Minerals, I empower you to look and feel your best so you feel comfortable and enjoy all that life has to offer. Just message me here via the podcast or reach out to me at simplebeautyminerals.com or Instagram or Facebook at Simple Beauty Minerals. I'm here for you. First of all, I work on helping women get in touch with their amazingness again, because like mm -hmm. we talked about before, they lose that. Once they're back in touch with it and they'll go, they'll cry when they hear it because they haven't heard, they haven't realized how amazing they are. They've been as me too. I can do it too. We're in the mirror, busy picking at ourselves, thinking everything's wrong. And then I help them really uncover limiting beliefs because it's the limiting beliefs of I'm not enough that really keep them from feeling like, oh my God, this could be a fun journey. And it can be fun to go out and date. And women will scare you because a lot of women are out there, they're dating, they have some bad experiences, they don't know what step to take next. So they think it's just done. All men suck. They're going to live their life as it is. And yet they're, they feel like something is missing, something is missing. And, but they'll, they will talk about dating in the most negative way possible, mm. scaring themselves momentarily, feeling a bit of a hormonal high that happens when we have other people go, oh yes, that, that happened to me too. And that happened to me too. But what happens is, is it feels good in the moment, but it actually stalls you out from getting what you want. And that is the relationship and the guy and this honoring of yourself at the same time. And that's what I help women with is to honor themselves and feel empowered um, in the dating world, not from like, I am woman, let me roar, but from a deep place within themselves, <laughs> <laughs> from a deep place within themselves of feeling enough. Because yes. I have woman, let me roar saying outside, you need to reflect this to me versus you knowing it deep inside of yourself. Yes. That's what really starts. <laughs> I truly, truly get that, Lisa. As I said, I was a divorced woman raising my daughter in Silicon Valley in California for, I was single for 12 years. And I really, I, I was, uh, you know, online dating started for me in the early 90s. And I think that's when Match.com was actually invented. And being in high tech, somebody dared me to go on online and and start dating. Well, they in the beginning, they didn't even have photos. 
So you were literally just emailing back and forth. It was like, remember newspaper dating? Yes. It's really well, old. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of what it was in the early 90s. Match was like that. And um, so you would get, I would get all built up that this was the man of my dreams. And then I'd meet him physically. And it was like, oh, my God, couldn't be further. Anyway, bottom line, <laughs> I... Date online dating has come a long, long, long way. And I must tell you, I actually met my husband on match. I in, know that. I know. Uh, in the year, at the end of the year 2000. And he and I both had been on and off. You know how you go on and off because you kind of get tired of, they're all blind dates for goodness sakes. But, um, and so finally, he and I hooked up. The reason I brought that up is just when my daughter had graduated from high school and I was said, oh, my God, the anchor has lifted. I get to be do and be whoever I want. I was flying so high with confidence in myself and that beautiful feeling that you just described of being whole. And that is when I attracted the man I've been married to for 22 years, right? So, wow. yeah, I mean, it. it uh, what I want ladies listening to know is that it is so real. You know, like you just said, when you find yourself, you will find your the, the man that you're supposed to be with, the, your partner. And you said something really interesting that's a big problem with online dating. And I'm a proponent of online dating. I met my guy on a dating site as well. And um, the problem is, is you read a profile, you see someone's pictures and you tell a story in your head when you yeah. said, I thought, oh my God. Um, I, I remember thinking that too uh, in, in my forties when I did this and I'm thinking, oh, oh my God, I could be the Mrs. So next Mrs. So-and-so. And then we met and and that's because we tell stories in our head of who they are based on the way we interpret their profile. Yeah. And then they show up and women will go, he was nothing like his profile. He probably was like his profile, but he wasn't like our interpretation, interpretation of it. And that works both ways, by the way, because men do the same thing. We have an idea of who it is and then it doesn't match the picture. So what I tell clients to do when, um, they don't get asked for a second date or, you know, it just doesn't work. I just say, I want you to say this mantra to yourself. It will save you. It's, I am just not who they thought they wanted. It is not about me. And that is true. Oh, it is not. But yes. we as women internalize that and we think, oh my God, what's wrong with me? No, no, no. It is just, just like we reject men it's the same thing. They don't fit the picture of who we think we want. Agreed. And um, it's very similar to what I tell women about their body. It's not your body. It's the clothes that you're wearing that don't fit. Mm -hmm. It's really true. You know, if you find the right clothing and proportions, your body looks phenomenal. And if you find the right man, is what you're saying, then you feel really good because you're a match. You you fit well together, but it takes two. Yeah, it takes two. And I do want to add too um, that men 
like women of all different men, like different women of different shapes and sizes. And yes, yes. you know, media has made it look as if everybody's skinny is the only one that's going to get anywhere. Yeah. But if you yeah, ever that's watch right. one of these reality shows, like love is blind, you know, I love that show, but everybody's <laughs> skinny and it doesn't mean because they were skinny that they got, they had love come into their lives. Oh, and, you want yeah. and in fact, there was a woman. She was heavier set, and she has. She's like in the best relationship with a skinny guy. So it's like it's coming to accept your body just how it is. It's back to that love of self because you glow. You absolutely glow when you love yourself. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, um, Lisa D and I were talking before we you came online for us to have our podcast. And we were talking about how women um, prepare for their first date with with a guy. And, you know, Lisa and I were having some fun, you know, because she's a beauty expert and I'm a style expert. And we were uh, saying, gosh, it'd be really fun, you know, to talk to these women and kind of help them. Bottom line is they want to feel confident and they want to feel authentic, right? When you open the door or you walk into the restaurant to meet them, you need to feel like you look really good. So do you go through any process with women, um, you know, to help them kind of know how to highlight their assets? (laughs) I refer out for that resource. Oh, okay. <laughs> always add the two of you for that because I do have women ask me and um, I am not a stylist. I am not a makeup artist or anything like that. And so I definitely refer out because yes, that is really important. Yeah. I do tell them you want to highlight your body because for example, for pictures, you want to show the best you, you want yeah, the, the best, best you. Of you. Yes. Yes. And yes, everybody has stuff, you know, everybody, everybody, good everybody. Stuff. And you want, when you, they take pictures, I always say, you know, you want to make sure that you have some lipstick on some mascara for sure. And, you know, highlight those features at, with a little more makeup, but, uh, and highlight your body's best assets. Cause, and whatever you feel good right. in, because that's the secret. You want to take pictures that you feel good in and show up on the, on dates, what you feel good in. Well, Lisa, see, I like the fact that that you refer people, you have a team of people that you work with to say, yeah. okay, now you do want to elevate and, and present your best self forward. So here's someone to work with, with style. And let's look at a bit of makeup and here's someone to work with, with makeup, always about highlighting your best self and your best features. I think that's important part as part of your package. So well, I, I assume you're talking about the, your profile pictures when you're online dating. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. When yeah. they go to either have friends take them or yeah. have a professional, I had a client once she had pictures and she came or she shows me the pictures and she looked like she could have been in that painting where the woman and the man are holding a pitchfork. I don't know who painted that. <laughs> Rockwell? Is that Rockwell? No. Mom no. Pa Kettle, wasn't really? it? Mom Pa Kettle or something? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, maybe it was Rockwell. I don't know. Okay. But anyway, she came on, she had cowboy boots on, this jean, jean, uh, jeans are fine, but they yeah. weren't stylish jeans. Yeah. And some 
shirt that was like so big there looked like a big blob and I said no and I referred to her I said find a um a personal shopper because that was long before COVID and she did and she and I worked with her with the internal work that's why I resource out the external because that's not my expertise so when she felt great again within herself, she hired a personal shopper or a stylist and she shows me her pictures. I go, oh my God, this is like total, total night and day. And you could see the glow, whereas before oh. it was like, what my fork? And I'm like, I don't feel good about myself. <laughs> <with that stuff." laughs> and she was beautiful. I mean, because she glowed. She felt not because of the clothes. She felt it. How she felt inside. Yeah. Yeah. And good, but I think uh, Lisa and I already told you we're going to volunteer to write an article f- and shoot a video for your website um, with some it. of our tips because. We both have ideas about, you know, what women can do to make a really great, I think it's all about the first impression, quite frankly, because we're all human and we do make judgments um, based because you need to get past that first step, right? You know, where you, especially with online dating and even in person in the grocery store, if you see someone and you're you want to always look interesting and put together, you know, you don't have to be dressed up, but you want to look like you're interesting. That's what I think to get someone's attention. I well, agree. people have met people at the gym, sweaty and gross looking too. And it's yeah. kind of like that glow inside of you. So I think you can, men are not as into makeup as they are into, um, just the light of a woman. They could not, I don't think they could define that for you, but most men don't care one way or another. If you wear makeup, I mean, they like when you get dressed up for them, we do it for ourselves. We, because it makes us feel good. We do. So I think that that could go both ways. You could look amazing and a guy spots you, but it's really your inner light that they're spotting. I love it. All sweaty and they can spot you because you're happy. (laughs) Happy. Oh, that's so great. Well, this is wonderful. Um, I, I love the, the fact that you're helping women just feel wonderful about themselves and really get out there and, and date because it is a lot of fun. Um, and is. we are a style and beauty podcast. And so we always ask our guests to tell us their favorite beauty or style secret or tip or what do you do? What do you love about style and beauty makeup do you what do you think i think i love i came on to this podcast without lipstick but i actually and i actually put some on (laughs) while we were talking which i look at we're actually visual to each other even though we are yes we're on zoom like oh i didn't have a mirror you know i'm looking picking apart instead of going oh but i love um i love lipstick and i love eyeliners and eyeshadows because they're just fun to play with and so I guess they are yeah and that's my favorite thing is that the kind of answer that you're looking for (laughs) yes it's whatever you have for us is our kind of answer and I would say lipstick is one of those things that every woman has at least a few of you know it's just like you say fun (laughs) 
and it just perks you up when you need it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Where can our listeners find you? Well, the name of my website is findequalityman.com. And, and I have a free gift for your listeners also called the five little known secrets for finding a quality oh. man. And I think you're going to we will link-, link that in the show notes. Yes. And that is a great jump start. If you haven't been dating or you haven't started, you're the rut or you're just getting nowhere, it'll give you some ideas for a different kind of profile, for places to meet men, some flirting tips, and just things you haven't thought of before when it comes to meeting men. And um, yeah, so you'll link it and and get a copy of that. It's a, a very short ebook, but it's got a lot of great tips in there. I think even married women might like that. I was just book. thinking, even those be flirty, flirty with my husband. Tips. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I you like know what that idea. A lot of people do forget to flirt in their relationships. Yeah. A really fun thing to do is to come to a restaurant in the car together. One of you go sit at the bar and the other one go and say, is this seat taken? And then play. That's cute. And if you ever saw my family, they kind of had a version of that for Valentine's Day they did every year. But I mean, that's a great thing to do to keep the zest there. I love this. <laughs> the spice. <laughs> the great thing you do, Lisa C. This is yes. wonderful. It I really is. Uh, it, it's... <laughs> yeah, we love what we do too. <laughs> it's nice. Well, good. I have, this has been great. It's been inspiring and it's been interesting because it's a lot of things I don't think about anymore and and so it was helpful to you know think of a different perspective different yeah. you know kind of tap into that so thank you well thank you for having me here and I loved hearing about your things too because yes once someone has that inner glow they want to dress it up they really uh-huh. want and you both, as I'm looking at them, <laughs> I can see how they're able to do that. <laughs> and Linda has on this amazing necklace and, and a beautiful color for yes. her. And Lisa has on always, this, they both have on great makeup. I came on without makeup. <laughs> <laughs> you have your lipstick. You have Got your, your lipstick, lips. Lisa. See, I we're good. We're all good. I said, oh, I would just feel better with a little tiny bit of color, but they look great. They know what they're doing. You can tell. <laughs> no, I just met them. Well, they definitely know. <laughs> thank you so much. We really enjoyed it. This has been fun. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being here and listening to the entire Living Visibly Over 50 podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Your five-star rating, wink, wink, and review helps us reach more women so they too can get a confidence boost to show up and stand out over 50. And be sure to head over to simplebeautyminerals.com for your beauty and skincare needs and truecolorsbylinda.com to enroll in a color and style course. But wait, bonus! We are running a contest. Leave us a written review on iTunes, screenshot your review and message us 
to Instagram or Facebook and you'll be entered into the contest. We'll choose a winner once a month who will receive a 15% gift code from both Lisa and Linda.